Tribe Line, the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Curran. I am a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. In this right here, this is G Money Grant Mitchell. He has recovered from the plague, and you can't teach that. Bada boom. Man, the people in the room. How you doing? Welcome in to a hump day, Wednesday, great day edition of Ride the Line. Welcome into a brand new episode. Me, I'm feeling pretty good, Tanner. Yes, I was a little bit under the weather, but happy to be back. Happy to see your face here. And I did enjoy listening to your solo performance while I was gone. So credit to you. That was very entertaining. I think I went over three. I think. I haven't won a bet. I haven't won like my past six bets on TikTok. So you know what? I'm always hot on ride the line, though. So this could be this is the change that I need. This is what I need to bring to the table today. Ride the line. We're winning today. Yeah, this is the perfect opportunity to bounce back. And it's also the perfect opportunity for you guys to hit that subscribe button. NFL season is right around the corner. Tanner and I have a bunch of exciting content along the way. And when the NFL season does ultimately start, we are going to be right here giving out our favorite betting picks, not just for the games, but for the futures markets, MVPs, all that great stuff. You guys don't want to miss out. So make sure that you are subscribed to the channel. If you're not subscribing, what do you don't be like the U.S. Women's National Team, Grant? Don't be like the U.S. Women's National Team getting knocked out in the first round. You know what that that equates to? Not subscribing to the channel. Subscribe to the channel right now, Tanner. That must have been I, that is the one thing that I'm so disappointed that I, I missed about Monday's show. You, I'm sure you were ready to go off even more on the U.S. Women's National Team. No, it all kind of just it, it kind of fell into place exactly how I expected to fall in place. They weren't winning that game. Not a chance they were winning that game. Fell into place perfectly. You know what really stunk, too? I can't remember if I mentioned this on the last show, but Germany was knocked out. They were the number two team ranked in the world. USA was number one. Sweden was number three. So that was almost like the final of the whole tournament. If they win that, they really don't have any more big dogs in their way. So they could have potentially gone for the three-peat. Yeah, definitely. Ridiculous. Well, they, I mean, they don't really deserve a three-peat. They went one, one, and two. Yeah, it was uh, it was Vietnam 03, and then they tie Netherlands, I think, and and zero zero to Portugal to advance. So yeah, wasn't what they didn't cover themselves in glory. It wasn't a great tournament from them. No, nah, they suck. Anyways, let's get into picks because the people don't want the picks. The people need the picks, and we're not giving picks like the U.S. Women's National Team because they can't win. Anyways, let's get into it. Number one play today, Grant. I'll start here. I know we have similar plays in this game. I'm going to take the Toronto Blue Jays on the money line. You may have a few more balls than I do this morning, but I just need to get a win. Again, I'm a little cold right now. Kevin Gosman on the mound, 8-6, 3-2 ERA, 1-1-7, a whip. He has 177 strikeouts in 132 innings. Logan Allen on the other side for the Guardians, 5-4, and 3-6-5, and a 1-3-7 whip. This would be the one game that I do like a nerfy in, and I'm not going to play that on here, though. I just like the Blue Jays on the money line. They The bats were really hot for them until yesterday when they lost one to nothing, but they obviously just whooped the Red Sox in submission, scoring 25 runs over the weekend. I think they get back to that status today against Logan Allen and pick up a win. Blue Jays 34-27 and 27 on the road. Uh, Guardians have been okay at home. But again, I, I think also, too, uh, Jose Ramirez is not playing tonight, correct? I think this will be the final game of his suspension. I believe so, yes. Yeah. So, Blue Jays money line. 
Yeah, I mean, Jose Ramirez, I kind of wish he was playing because I would love to see him. His, his fight he got with Tim Anderson was more entertaining than the Jake Paul fight, which was the same evening. That, that was that was honestly top-tier entertainment. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with the Blue Jays here as well. I'm going to go with Blue Jays minus one and a half. I'm going to go ahead, try to get the extra value here because I think the Blue Jays are in for a big win. You mentioned it. They lost yesterday, but they had won four straight games going into that. And some interesting home road splits in this one. The Blue Jays are third in road scoring this season while the guardians are second worst in home scoring over the last 11 games the guardians are also scoring just 1.8 runs per game again 1.8 runs per game in their last 11 that is truly terrible the the blue jays bullpen is better than the guardians over the last couple of months i just think that the guardians offense you obviously can't trust them gosman i like better than allen and the blue jays bullpen like i just said is trending in the right direction that is literally every indicator telling me to go with the blue jays here so i think blue jays minus one and a half one of my favorite plays of the day yeah very fair price on the money line tonight too for minus 148 currently right now on the i believe it was on FanDuel is minus 148 this morning right now it's minus 148 so yeah it's very fair pricing there so line shop um play two grant you ready for this i'm ready let's go this one this one's gonna blow your mind i'm taking okay. the dodgers in this spot Bobby Miller's on. You ever heard of Bobby Miller before, Grant? I, ha- I have. He's not a big name. Bobby no, Miller's not. He's definitely name. not. But Bobby Miller's going to lead the, the Los Angeles Dodgers to a win against Merrill Kelly and the Arizona Dimebacks. Dimebacks have faded a little bit. They are 10 games back of the Dodgers now. There was a time when people did believe that the Dimebacks had a chance of winning this division. That's preposterous because Bobby Miller's 6-2. and two. He's got a 4-2-6. going to shove it right up there. You know what today, Grant. One, two, three, whip, 62 strikeouts in 63 innings, six home runs allowed uh, when he's on the mound in 63 innings, so a pretty decent number there. Merrill Kelly on the other side, very good pitcher, 9-5 and five with a 3-2-1 ERA and a 1-1-6 whip. But again, this one's going to come down to the offense in this game. I mean, both offenses are relatively similar here in some categories, but there are a few where the Dodgers just blow the Diamondbacks out. Number one being home runs, 181 homers for the Dodgers compared to 126 for the Diamondbacks, and then runs scored 642 for the Dodgers compared to 536 for the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks have been very cold in the second half overall. They've only won one, two, three, four, five games in the second half, and they have played a lot of games there. They're on a seven-game losing streak right now. I think they make it eight tonight, and then they have to go to or they have to face San Diego at home. So they could be this this losing streak could stretch a while in the second half. Yeah, I love this play. I'm also personally going to be betting Dodgers money line. I think this is definitely um, it's definitely up there in lock of the day territory. The Dodgers, they won yesterday 5-4, to four, but the game wasn't as close as that score makes it seem. It was 5-2 to going into the ninth. They have now won seven of their last eight, while the Diamondbacks, as you said, have lost seven straight. I also like the point that you brought up the, uh, how you, the Dodgers hit a lot more home runs than the Diamondbacks do. That's important because as good as Merrill Kelly is, he just gave up two home runs the last time he was out there to the Minnesota Twins. Also gave up a home run the time before that. Not fully been the same since he's come back from that month, month and a half absence. Still good, but not fully, fully lights out here. And the Dodgers bullpen, it started the year really shaky, but over the last couple of months, it's risen to top 10 in combined ERA. The Diamondbacks is fourth worst during that same span. So yeah, I absolutely love the Dodgers money line here. I will be betting this myself. Love it. Love it. Let's get it, Grant. Pick two. 
My second pick here, I'm going with the under of nine runs in the game between the Cubs and the Mets. Now, the Cubs offense leads the league in post-All-Star scoring, but it really has not looked the same in this series so far. Through two games, they won yesterday, but they only scored three runs, and the day before that, they only scored two runs. Now, flip that on its head. The Mets, yes, they scored 11 runs in the first meeting of the series, but that's just a flash in the pan. The Mets are not going to consistently do that. They are 26th in scoring since the All-Star break. On the mound in this one, Kyle Hendricks is getting the go for the Cubs. He's got a 398 ERA. Hasn't quite been the same as of late, but he's still not a, not that bad of a pitcher. And then David Peterson, he has a 565 ERA for the Mets, but that is a little misleading because he has a 267 ERA at home. He also just threw a three-inning shutout to the Orioles. Granted, three innings is not a large sample size, but it's at least going to give him a bit of confidence. He also had a 312 ERA last month, so that is yet another reason to, uh, to have some optimism here. The Cubs' bullpen is top five in ERA since June 1st. Uh, the Cubs' offense is actually worse on the road. They're 19th in road scoring. The Mets have the worst home batting average in the league, and they're 28th in home scoring. An awful lot of signs saying to play the under here, so that's what I'm doing. I like it. I like it. The the Mets and the Cubs, I mean, they've both been a little inconsistent. The Cubs offense has been much better. I think David Peterson's going to do okay tonight too, which is another reason to look for the under in this spot. So um, good play out of you, Grant. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tanner. I really like your pick so far, so I'm excited to hear what you got for number three. Well, this one's a banger. This one's an absolute banger. Take it to the bank kind of play right now. The Baltimore Orioles. 70 and 43. Who would have thought the Baltimore Orioles would be 70 and 43 this season? You can get tickets for as low as $11 tonight facing the Astros. That's how much Baltimore fans care about baseball right now. 70 and 43, 35 and 22 at home this season. They're going to face the Astros tonight, 65 and 49. I don't want to play a side in this game. I just want to play a total. I'm going to take the over of nine runs here. The first game of the series, there were 13 runs scored. I think we're going to see a similar result tonight. Christian Javier is going to go for the Astros. He's 7-2 with the 4-3-9 ERA and a 1-2-1 whip. Been very good, but the elite strikeout ability is not necessarily there. He does walk a lot of batters and he gives up homers. So there's opportunities for Baltimore to hit the baseball tonight. Jack Flaherty on the mound for the Orioles. In his first Baltimore start, he was actually really good. Six innings, four hits allowed, one earned run against the Blue Jays. He shoved there. I don't think that's going to happen today because that's not the Jack Flaherty that we know and love over the years. He's 8-6 and six with a 4-2-8 and a 1-5-2 whip. 120 hits allowed in 115 innings, 56 walks in 115 innings. So if he does that tonight, he's going to get in a lot of trouble. Um, again, I think Jack Flair is going to be okay for this team. He's actually one of the better pitchers Baltimore has. I just don't think it's going to lead to an under total tonight. Going to play the over. Both teams have been scoring like crazy. Baltimore, 560 runs a season. Houston, 545. Um, we look back at what Baltimore did to the New York Mets this weekend. They scored and they outscored them 19 to six. They beat the Blue Jays the day before that. Uh, the first game of that series, six to one. They are hitting the baseball right now. So if each team can put up about, you know, five, four, five, six runs, um, you know, if this is a six, four game, it gets over the total. Also, you have the nine runs there. So if it does hit nine, you do push, which is one saving grace. This is not nine and a half. So I recommend getting it before it jumps up to that because I believe it will. I don't have a play on the over here. I'm actually quite the opposite of you. I do have a play from this game. It's not in the over or under. It's it's the Orioles' money line. I really like the Orioles in this spot. They lost to the Astros yesterday. Kyle Tucker steps up, hit a grand slam. By the way, Kyle Tucker's having a very impressive year. I mean, Shohei Otani's going to an MVP, but if he didn't win it, then is Kyle Tucker the American League MVP, do you think? 
Yeah, he's up there. I mean, nobody talks about Kyle Tucker because it's just like skinny, skinny white guy. Like, you know, like he's just he doesn't necessarily look like an athlete. Like he's just Kyle Tucker, but he's he's one of the best players in baseball. Yeah, absolutely. And he made an enormous play yesterday, game winning grand slam in the ninth inning against a really good Baltimore team on the road. That was awesome. I don't want to say the Orioles should have won that game because it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't luck that they lost, but they were in a position to win the game and to win the game comfortably. They're up by three runs in the ninth inning. I think that Baltimore is not a team that, you know, they're going to be deflated, shot in the heart because of that loss. I think they're going to be more motivated than ever to come out and get a win in this spot. Now, looking at this pitching matchup, you're talking about some of Javier's numbers. And while some of them are impressive, what is not impressive is where the way his ERA has been trending as of late. He had a 686 ERA last month, a 579 ERA the month before. And the one time we saw him this month, it was absolutely horrible. Meanwhile, Flaherty, I understand that he hasn't had the best of seasons, the mid four ERA. But to your point, he looked really good in his Orioles debut. And it wasn't it wasn't just the numbers that were impressive. He seemed to have more velocity on his fastball. He had a lot more control of his pitches. Got to keep in mind, he's got a 354 ERA for a career. He's only 27 years old. This is not somebody who's, you know, beyond the pale. This is somebody who can still come in there and not only give you quality innings, but actually improve. And the fact that he's joining an actual contender now, maybe we're going to see the best of Jack Flaherty. So that gives me some optimism. And then the Orioles bullpen, I was talking about it uh, with the Blue Jays, I believe. But if you go back to June 1st, since that time, the Orioles bullpen is just about two-thirds of a run better than the Astros is. The Orioles, even with yesterday's loss, they've still won seven of the last nine, and they are 35-22 and 22 at home. I think the Orioles go out there, they get a big win against a really good Astros team on their home field, and they continue their push into the playoffs. I like it. Orioles money line, lock it up. This team's that good. Their win total was 76 and a half, so they are going to cruise by that in the next couple weeks. Um, so it's been it's been good to see Baltimore. I would love to see Baltimore represent the American League in the World Series. That would be so cool. In the World Series? Yeah. So Why okay. can't that? Why it, can't it, that? Impromptu power rankings. Who Give me your AL World Series power rankings. You've got, I mean, just some teams. You've got the Astros, the Rangers, the Orioles, the Rays. Uh, go, go, go crazy. Who you got? Nobody from the American League Central. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect you to put them in there. I mean, the American League East is wide open. I would honestly put the Blue Jays. The, see, the Orioles are 70 and 43. They beat good teams. I'm going to put the Orioles number one right now. In the American I, I, League? Yeah, I, th- I do think the Rays have a, just a slightly better shot than them because of how good their pitching is. The Orioles don't have that same pitching. Um, but in the American League, I'd, I'd go Orioles one. I'd go Rangers two i go raise three astros four blue jays five i would go uh, i would go rangers one orioles two uh astros three rays probably four because mcclanahan's got that forearm problem he's probably out for the year glasnow's got some problems so that's strong pitching staff it's a little banged up um and then i'll probably put blue jays five as well yeah, so the American League's wide open. I mean, the National League is not wide open. It's the Braves, it's the Dodgers, and it's everyone else. Yeah, the American if one wide. of those two teams doesn't make the World Series, then I, I don't want to – something went wrong. If it's not the Braves or the Dodgers, something big happened. I mean, it won't be anyone from the – the Central will not get a team. Maybe the – I mean, the Cubs is a – Cubs are like a dark horse, I would say, because how good they've been playing as of late, but they're not that good overall. The Phillies, maybe, but they got there last year. The Giants, nobody else from the NL West. 
Giants can't hit the ball. They're hitting like 200 flat since the All-Star break. Yeah, there's the, the National League is not wide open. The American League, though, it's like the Orioles. I can see the Orioles, Rays, Blue Jays, um, Rangers, or Astros, or Mariners if they got into the playoffs doing something, too. I mean, there's five teams. Like, I don't know who's going to win the American League. We don't know who's going to win the American League, but, Tanner, you and I are going to hear be here betting on it throughout. Yeah, we are. Football's almost here. Patriots money line tomorrow night. Lock it up. Patriots first half. Lock it up. Welcome to New England, CJ Stroud. Welcome, <laughs> New England, buddy. Patriots look good. Love the passion. Guys, Tanner and I are going to go ahead and get out of here. Make sure that you are subscribed to the channel. Like the video if you did enjoy our picks for this Wednesday hump day. And Tanner, get us out of here. That was Ride the Line, the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. We will see you on Friday for another episode. 